Hello, and welcome to the Legal Marketing 2.0 podcast. I am your host, Guy Alvarez, and this is the show where we examine the latest trends in digital marketing and explain how you and your law firm can get more leads and acquire more clients. In today's episode, we're going to talk with Alan Schneider, good to be socials own director of search marketing. But before we jump into the episode, I want to ask you a question. Do you struggle with digital marketing and how to make it work for you and your law firm? If so, I want you to go to lawfirmmarketinghelp.com and sign up for a free digital audit. This audit will provide you with all the information you need to get your digital marketing to produce the results you want. Hello, Alan, and welcome to the show. How are you today? Good. How are you doing, Guy? Good. Thank you. Well, thank you so much for being on the show today. Uh, and obviously, we're going to talk about Google AdWords, which is something that more and more law firms are interested in finding out about and pursuing. Um, so why don't we start with a simple question. Can you explain to our listeners what exactly is Google AdWords? You bet. AdWords is just an advertising platform that allows any advertiser to position an ad anywhere they're willing to pay to position an ad. So as opposed to organic rankings where you would uh, type something into the search engine, in this case Google, and a result would pop up that's organically ranked by Google's algorithm, AdWords supersedes that. So you'll notice the ads are on top of the page. And it just allows advertisers to get placement where normally they would not have placement organically. So it's sort of, uh, you know, it goes, works in combination with organic SEO, correct? Right. Yeah. Obviously, you'd, in an ideal world, you'd have excellent organic placement. You know, you'd have rankings, uh, high rankings for all the terms that you want to rank for. Um, but, you know, as we know, that often takes time. You know, in, in some cases, we have law firms that more recently built websites. They're a little late to the game in terms of getting organic rankings, but they still need leads regardless. So um, AdWords just allows them to, to get a high placement when people type in the things that they would like to show up in an ad for. So explain to us a little bit, how does Google AdWords work? Because there's a lot of confusion out there. People think it's very expensive or it's not expensive. Give us an idea of, of how it actually works. It, it basically works on a market principle in the sense that whatever you would like to show up for, so in other words, when somebody types in uh, you know, any type of law or I need a lawyer for this or you know, XYZ attorney, you want to show up for that. And so what you pay ends up being what the market will allow. So in other words, if you'd like to uh, show up in an ad for something for which there is no competition, you're probably not going to be paying very much. Whereas if you want to show up for something where there is a great deal of competition, obviously, then your bids are going to have to be higher in order to compete. So in terms of expense, it can be expensive, but in most cases, it's really, really reasonable in terms of a lead generation tool. Got it. And, you know, I've heard this term uh, called ad ranking. What is ad ranking and, and how does Google determine your ad position on the search engine results page? Yeah, the, the largest percentage of that is determined by your bid, in all honesty. So it's how much you're willing to pay. So you can have, um, Google has, uh, AdWords has, I'm sorry, uh, what you would call quality score. And quality score is just a sort of an algorithm that looks at the relevance between the keywords you're bidding on, the ad that you're wanting to show, 
and the landing page that you're wanting to send people to. And you put all that together and that equals quality score. And quality score can affect how much you pay. So in other words, if you have a, uh, an ultimately low quality score, you're probably going to pay more for the same positioning that somebody else would have to pay if they have a high quality score for the same uh, keyword. But in most cases, the biggest thing in terms of ad rank or where your ad shows up is simply how much you're willing to pay. So if you want to be ahead of your competitor, you bid a little higher, and it's that simple. And how do you know what you should bid? I mean, how, how do you get a sense for you know, what, what a keyword might be worth and what your competitors are bidding for? Well, we have some degree of competitive intelligence, although to be honest, it's not the greatest. So we, we kind of in advance know roughly what competitors are paying, <clears throat> although that can be off considerably. But really the best way to find out is just to start bidding and then obviously within a very short period of time, you know, you can, less than a day, you'll know exactly where you're positioned. So in other words, let's say we start out with a, a dollar bid. Uh, for a specific keyword, and we notice that we're at the bottom of page two for ads, then we know in advance that's not going to get us anywhere. Nobody's looking for you know whatever this is at the bottom of page two. So in that case, we raise the bid incrementally until we get into the position we need to be. And sometimes being in the top position isn't always the best position. It's really just a matter of making sure that you have good placement. Uh, so in other words, you might have uh, specific people looking for something related to law where they'll click through the first two ads and settle on the third one. And there could be no difference whatsoever between really the first two law firms and the third law firm as far as the uh, potential searcher is concerned. It's just that they've now realized that by the third ad and they say, okay, you know, it's six and one half dozen of the other. I'll just go with this person. So in many cases, we don't necessarily try to bid for top position for our clients. We try to bid for the position that's going to get them the most leads at the best price. Got it. That, that makes a lot of sense. And so explain, how does ad rank impact cost per click? Well, it can impact cost per click in the, in the sense that if we're able to garner a better quality score um, for the clients by the creation of landing pages, the testing and A-B testing, which we do, you know, we do a lot of for landing pages, if we're able to get that quality score up, and with Google, there's a ranking system for quality score. They actually let you know within AdWords, you know, hey, you're 10 out of 10, 8 out of 10, 6 out of 10. If we're able to get that quality score higher, it's going to make the cost per click lower. So ultimately, um, that doesn't necessarily make a huge difference when we're talking about low dollar bids, but when we're talking about high dollar bids, and some areas of law are, are terribly, terribly competitive, it can make a big difference in terms of you know, paying upwards of maybe $20 higher per click, when in reality, if we do our job right, and you know, we, we try very, very hard to do that, you know, we can get the lowest cost per click in many cases. So, yeah, ad, ad rank in that sense does have a very big effect on cost per click when we're talking about competitive areas of law. Got it. And so uh, we get questions a lot of times from our, our clients, you know, wanting to know what exactly gets entered into a Google account. What, it, what kind of information needs to be entered when you're creating an AdWords account? What are the different components of uh, the, the stuff that you need to have in your AdWords account? Well, um, I could tell you for retail, that's a huge question, but it, since we're limited to lead gen for most of our clients, it's a lot more simplistic in the sense that these are all text ads. So we basically want to know what is it that people would search where they would be looking for your services. 
And so those end up being the keywords for the account. Um, and then within the keywords, of course, there are, you know, different match types and other things that we have to go through to make sure that we're not showing ads for irrelevant searches. We try to make it as relevant as possible. Uh, then there are the ads. So obviously we want the ad to reflect the law firm. Uh, in many cases, we, we add certain text to the ad to serve as sort of a gatekeeper to keep out uh, clicks or, or dissuade people from clicking where we know it's not going to be a good match between the searcher and what the law firm is offering. And then, of course, there's the landing page. And the landing page is just either the page on the client site already or one that we create that can sit on the client site where we're sending the traffic. And, of course, that page is designed to, you know, convert as well as it can. So, in other words, if somebody's looking for, as an example, a medical malpractice lawyer, we want that landing page to assure them that, hey, you've got the right law firm. They're going to take good care of you. You know, they've won many verdicts, and, you know, you're in the right spot. So, please give us a call or fill out this form, and, you know, we'll get in touch with you and, and make sure you're taken care of. So, uh, those are the basic components of setting up AdWords for lead gen. Keywords, ads, and obviously the landing page. So you mentioned landing pages, and, and a lot of our clients or a lot of law firms out there, when, when we speak to them and they've done AdWords, when I ask them where they're sending their traffic to, they're just sending it to their homepage of their website. Tell us why you wouldn't want to do that, right? Believe it or not, there's a lot of why wouldn't you want to do that? And, and what is the benefit of having a specific landing page um, for each particular ad? You bet. The, the, the reality with people, um, and this is any people anywhere, is that they're limited on time. They don't want, want to have to search through your website to find out where to contact you. Uh, and I know in most cases, you know, literally every every client we've ever had in every law firm on the planet has a phone number usually in the upper right of their website. And that's fantastic. But you want to make not only the contact easy in terms of having a contact form, having the phone number prominently placed, which most uh, website homepages don't have. But you also want to give people the salient points of what you're offering in a easily digestible format. And one of the problems with law firm homepages often is it's heavy on images. There's not really a lot of text. It doesn't specify, hey, we understand you have a problem and we're here to help you solve that problem. Um, whereas a dedicated landing page can, can convey all that in a very short, sweet way uh, that convinces people more readily to make contact, which is what we want. That's essentially what a lead is. You know, we want to give them every bit of information we can on that single page so they don't have to click around, they don't have to look around. They can say, you know what, this sounds like it's the right law firm for me. Let me give these guys a call or let me fill out this form. That makes a lot of sense. Here's another question that we get a lot, you know, and I struggle with this sometimes, as you know. You mentioned broad match and then there's other types of keyword matches. Can you explain a little bit what broad match means and the different types of matching that you can do when it comes to keywords? So Google has essentially four match types within keywords. And these are just um, ways that you can insert the keywords into the AdWords accounts that will determine how often your ads are shown. Um, so I'll give you an, all the examples. First, there's exact match. Exact match is just the keywords with a set of brackets around it. And what that means is that the, the person searching has to type in that exact key phrase and nothing else. Otherwise, that ad, no ad will show for a search. So in other words, if I say uh, we have a, an exact match on um, elder law attorney, and they type in elder law attorney Pennsylvania, 
it's not going to show up simply because they didn't type in exactly what I specified. Phrase match is just the same keyword, but with parentheses around it. And all that means is that they can type in other ancillary words, but they have to type in the phrase that we've specified in its entirety in order. So in that case, if they typed in, you know, using the same example, uh, elder law attorney, Pennsylvania, and we were just bidding on the phrase match of elder law attorney, it would indeed show up, uh, show an ad to that, that searcher. Uh, the next is modified broad match, and modified broad match um, in terms of the input into AdWords is just a plus sign before every keyword. In that case, the searcher can search any words in any order, and as long as the words that we've specified in that key phrase are contained, they don't have to be in order, they just have to be in there, it will show an ad. So they could type in anything they want. They could type in attorney, elder law, Pennsylvania, out of order, and it will still show an ad. And the last and final is broad match, which is just you adding in a key phrase, and that's it. There's no parentheses, no brackets, no plus signs, nothing. And the situation with broad match is that it doesn't, you know, those words don't have to be in order, but not only don't they have to be in order, or you can use ancillary words with them, they also have, uh, don't have to exactly match what you're typing in. So Google will make substitutions on your behalf, and that sounds like, wow, that's a great thing, except the problem is, this is done by an artificial intelligence, Google's AI program, and one of the problems with it is the AI is not really the best sometimes at matching what the searcher's intent is with what you want to show an ad for. So in other words, if I said uh, we bid on the broad match of medical malpractice attorney and somebody types in, as an example, a criminal lawyer, sometimes that will show an ad, a medical malpractice ad for a criminal lawyer simply because Google's AI thinks, okay, these are related, but it doesn't know exactly how related they are. And so we really have to be careful with our broad match in terms of making sure that we're not showing ads to people that really can't become qualified leads for our client. That, that, thank you for that. That is really, really helpful. Um, so a lot of firms uh, out there, they have more than one practice area, right? So there may be firms right. out there, they do medical malpractice, they do personal injury, they do immigration, they do matrimonial. How would a firm set up their keywords? And, and I've heard the term keyword groups or ad groups. How does that work? And, and what is your recommendation there? Well, at the highest level, uh, Google AdWords has what you would, you know, what they call a campaign. And uh, one of the benefits of setting things up, you obviously you have to set things up within a campaign, but at the campaign level, you get the most discretion in terms of the choices you want to make, geographic targeting, uh, you know, daily budget, all of these kind of things. Those are really set up at the campaign level. So for our clients, if they have multiple areas of law they want to advertise for, those would all be placed into separate campaigns. Mm -hmm. uh, within a campaign, there are different ad groups. So let's say that there are some areas of law that are similar. Uh, they're all sort of grouped under one, but we want to make sure that the ad copy is a little different for each of them. And those, in that case, we would set up a single campaign for that uh, broader area of law, but then the ad groups themselves would be uh, more focused on, you know, the particular tenets of that law that we want to make sure make the ad copy. So maybe a good example of that would be if we had a campaign set up for medical malpractice, we might have ad groups within that campaign with their own individual ads, different ads and different keywords for, you know, subsets of medical malpractice. So in other words, if it was 
injury during a birth or if it was you know injury during a routine procedure you know we might have different ad groups set up for those sort of subset areas of medical malpractice that, that makes a lot of sense another question i have and i see this a lot when i go up to look at how we you know how our clients are doing on the adwords dashboard i get this little pop-up notice that says uh, you could be doing better if you were using ad extensions or, uh, you know, people mention, oh, you're not using, what, what are ad extensions and do they really make sense for lawyers and what we're trying to do with lawyers and law firms? Ad extensions, over the, past, over the course of the past, I'd say six or seven years, Google has really tried uh, hard to, um, I'll be perfectly honest, really push the organic rankings down and make ads more prominent because as you might guess, Google doesn't make any money on organic listings. They make money on sure. advertising. Right. Um, yeah. yeah, makes sense. So one of the things they've done is uh, back in February of 2016, actually it was February 29th, 2016, they made it so that the search results page ad format no longer features ads on the right. And other than the occasional set of shopping ads, you'll see that's mostly true. And what they've done is they've decided to try to make ads more prominent on the search results page and organic listings, obviously less prominent. One of the tenets of that program for a long time has been to add ad extensions, which are just additional links in some cases, or in other cases, just additional information that you can include with your ad. That's usually never a bad thing, um, mm -hmm. especially for retail clients. You know, if you've got multiple products for sale, you'd like to list more of them, obviously, within the context of your ad. Uh, for lead gen, it's kind of hit and miss. So one of the one of the situations with the ad extensions is some have only information. In other words, there are no additional links to other pages, and those are fantastic for our clients. Others have links to additional pages. The problem with that is we don't really necessarily want people to click on alternate links. We want them to go specifically to the landing page we designed to let them know, hey, you know, this is the right law firm right. for you, and you know, we can help get what you want. Mm -hmm. So in those cases, we we sort of do it on a case by case basis. We look at, you know, does do we have additional pages for this law firm? Um, you know, could we create them? Uh, you know, are there other concerns within this that we're not covering in the landing page that we can put on these extensions that have links, like site link extensions, as an example? And if that's the case, we'll end up doing that. Um, and if it's not, we won't. So we use them in just like any other tool on AdWords if it benefits the client. Got it. No, that, that makes perfect sense. I have one last question for you. And I think this one is really important, I think, for our audience to understand. So I've spoken to a few legal marketers out there or lawyers that have run AdWord campaigns. And when I ask them, you know, how many conversions a day or a week or a month where you're getting, they just, they had no idea. They, they actually weren't tracking conversions. So explain, how do you track conversions, both in AdWords and uh, what other platforms or what other methods are available for, um, for advertisers to track their conversions and the leads that they're getting? Sure. So obviously, as, as you and I both know, tracking is paramount to success. If, you, if you're not tracking, it, it would be the equivalent of uh, essentially going to the casino and just throwing money on, on the roulette table and hope, you know, not really caring where it lands, essentially. You know? right. um, so we know in order to make the most of any advertising effort, you have to know what's working so you can appropriate more of your funds towards what's working and take away funds from things that aren't working, obviously. And we do see that a lot. We see it where 
you know, we, we encounter clients or potential clients that aren't really tracking and, uh, and then wonder, you know, hey, is this effective or not? Well, of, of course, without tracking, you'll never know. AdWords is exceptional at tracking anything where a page is involved. So in other words, if we say, okay, the goal is to get them to the page, to a specific page that they could only reach if they've done X, Y, or Z, this thing that we want them to do, which in lead gen is always uh, fill out a form. So if we say we want them to fill out this form and on the other side of this form, there's going to be a page saying, hey, thanks for filling out the form. We'll be in contact with you. Our goal is to get them to that page. AdWords is exceptional at tracking that because it has a cookie-based tracking code that we can place on that page. If they reach it, we know what ad they clicked, where they came in, what time they came in, the fact that they filled out the form. We've got all the information they put out on the form. But the one area that AdWords is sorely lacking, unfortunately, is in phone tracking. And so for that, we use a couple of third-party providers, and there are plenty of options out there. And all the phone tracking does is it just notices via analytics when the ad click was made, and it associates that ad click with a phone call that happens. So in other words, if somebody calls, they click an ad, they go to a landing page, they decide to pick up the phone and call, you know, we need to know, obviously, hey, did this call generate, uh, or did this call, I'm sorry, originate from you know, this, this ad that we put out there that the client spent money on. We need to know that because we need to know, again, you know, what's effective, what's working. So uh, we combine the two. We combine all the form lead information from AdWords and all the call tracking information for a total lead count so we can be sure that, you know, we know in advance these are the things that are working for the client, these are the things that are not, and we'll make adjustments accordingly. Great. No, that, that, that helps a lot. All right. So we've run out of time, Alan. I, I really appreciate your time today. Is there anything, any question I didn't ask you, or is there any words of advice you would have for uh, our listeners out there, uh, whether it's lawyers or, or legal marketers that are just starting to experiment with AdWords? Yes, absolutely. I, I think one of the great tenets about paid search in general and AdWords in particular is that you don't have to spend a lot of time. You don't have to spend a lot of money to ascertain whether or not it's going to be effective for you. Um, and that's one of the best things about it. So my advice to anyone out there who is considering it or just getting into it is give it an opportunity. If it doesn't do what you need it to do, you can always shut it down and end it. And, you know, that's one of the big benefits of paid search is that, um, you know, it doesn't, you don't have to run something for six months to determine, wow, that wasted a lot of money and we didn't get any leads. You know, really all it takes is six or seven days. If you run something for a week and, you know, you see that it's not producing for you, move on to something else. And so that's the beauty of paid search. So if there's any way I can encourage, um, you know, people out there who are considering paid search, you know, really you have absolutely nothing to lose. Um, you know, if it, if it works, it's going to work immediately. And if it doesn't work, you know, then uh, it's not, not going to be the right thing for you. So Great, great. Well, thank you so much, Alan. really appreciate your time. We will uh, see you next time. And thank you to our audience. Before you go, if you like this episode and you like this podcast, I want to make sure you subscribe so you don't miss out on any new episodes that we have coming in the future. You can subscribe on iTunes, on Stitcher, or you can just go to the good to be social com website and see all of the different podcasts that we've done in the past. Thank you and have a great day.